Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week, we will bring you focused, impactful content sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life, desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to You Were Created For More. It is December 8th, and the spirit of the holidays is in the air. We hope you are having an amazing day. Today's episode gives us some insight to why we interpret the world differently. So let's get started with today's episode, episode number 24. Do you ever wonder why even people who grew up in the same environment think and act so differently from one another? Like siblings that grew up in the same household. The answer for that is found in our belief systems. A belief system can be defined as a set of principles that helps us to interpret our everyday reality. The convictions that come from our belief systems are a way for us to make sense of the world around us and help us define our role in it. We can summarize that definition like this. Belief systems are the guides that drive our lives. Your personal belief systems were developed over your life by the thoughts you have practiced over and over and over again. Some of your belief systems are good. An easy example of that is your belief in God. But we've all had life experiences that trigger negative thoughts or thoughts that simply don't serve us. Those thoughts are also cycling continuously through our brain and they hold us back. Those are the ones we're focusing on today. So the one thing for today is our belief systems are the lens through which we see and interpret the world. But since our beliefs are thoughts, the belief systems we have that aren't serving us are optional and they can be changed. And that is some of the best news ever. Yes, it is. All right. So here is the problem with this. With all the practice and all the repetition, three things happen over time. Number one, you've had the same thoughts so often you don't even realize you're thinking it. These thoughts get locked into your unconscious thinking, so you don't even have awareness that it's there. It's simply on autopilot. You're thinking it and reacting to it without even realizing it. So you're operating with this belief everywhere in your life, but you're not even aware of it. You can't see it. Here's a couple of examples we see and hear a lot. I'm not good enough. Not a good enough mom, sister, daughter, employee, Christian, whatever that might be. No matter what you do, this belief is always whispering to you in the background that you're falling short. Nothing ever works for me. I can't lose that weight. I can't change. I can't do this or that. This belief makes you quit ahead of time by not even trying new things. Or when you do try, you only go half in, make half-hearted attempts and you're quick to give up as soon as you see any evidence it's not working for you. There's never enough. Never enough food or money or alcohol or love or happiness or accomplishments, and the list goes on. This belief is always in the back of your mind, telling you you need more. 
You deserve more and urging you to do whatever you need to go get it. And number two, we just assume the belief is true. It's a fact of life. We assume the belief is how the world works. We don't recognize that beliefs are thoughts that can be changed. So I'm not good enough. That's just true. Nothing ever works for me. That's just true. I can never lose weight. That's just true. I'll never be successful. That's just true. We start to assume the belief is just true. It isn't a belief to us anymore. It's just the way the world works, i.e. it is what it is. And number three, these beliefs are difficult to change. It's like the old adage, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. So many of us can't even begin to question our own thinking because we are so ingrained in our own beliefs. Our brain is continually looking for things, for evidence that prove our belief systems are true. So that combined with how many times you've had that thought, had the thought creates deep neural pathways in your brain. Only when you start to bring conscious awareness to your mind, can you even see these thoughts. But then it's still, it's still, feels impossible or difficult to, ch to challenge them because we think it's a truth. It's no longer just a thought. It feels like you're being asked to challenge something like the earth is round. That's how deeply ingrained it feels. So if you even get to the place where you attempt to change this belief, there's lots of resistance and pushback to your brain. And this doesn't mean anything's gone wrong. It just means your brain is pushing back, saying, no, 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 this is how and what we think. We've become very good, very fast, very automatic at thinking this thought. So changing it is going to require effort and energy. It's so much easier for us to simply fall back on, it's just true. So that's what most of us do. The truth is the ability to believe things that feel good and serve us is our birthright. It is a gift from God. Nobody can tell you what to believe. So what can you do about this? So step number one, when it comes to your thinking is always create awareness. This is really important because once again, you may not even realize it's there until you start doing some work to separate your thoughts from your brain. A great way to start building awareness is through a simple exercise called a thought download. And we've talked about this before, but to do this, you simply pull out a piece of paper and start writing down all the thoughts you are having. You can do this for just a specific area you seem to be struggling with or being held back in. A critical key to this exercise is you have to do it without thinking and especially with no self-judging. Just write down your thoughts as fast as they come to you. Writing them out on paper is powerful, and many times it's necessary to do it this way because it separates them from your brain and allows you to see them and evaluate them more clearly. If you're just trying to do this in your head, your brain is very good at muddying the waters and not allowing you to recognize or see them as easily. When you do this, you'll see your thoughts that have become your belief systems everywhere. That thought is appearing over and over again. And this is a very good indication that your brain has a lot of practice thinking this. 
Step number two is to gain understanding by being curious. Most of us want to just to jump from awareness of a problem directly to changing it, but that's skipping a step, a very important and necessary step. Yeah. It's through understanding that we're able to break our resistance and avoidance to letting the thought go. And that's a big part of the problem. To be curious, just start asking yourself great questions about your thoughts and be willing to explore. How does this thought make me feel? What does it feel like in my body? Is it the absolute truth? Is it possible something else is also true? What happens when I try to think that? How do I show up when I think this thought? What do I do? What are my actions? What's my response? How is this belief serving me? How is it helping me? Many times we want to jump to that it's not serving us at all. There's absolutely no upside. But the truth is, if it wasn't serving you in some way, you wouldn't keep thinking it over and over and over again. Maybe every time I tell myself there's never enough, maybe the primal part, uh, primal lower brain, that reward part of my brain that just cares about pleasure, get, it gets rewarded because it makes me run to food or have a drink or spend more time at work to achieve more. Christmas cookies, anyone? <laughs> yes, please. Maybe every time you think things are so unfair, the reward is you now have someone to blame. We have someone we can point a finger at, so it directs attention away from us. Then instead of thinking, what do I have to do differently? We have someone else we can focus on and blame for our own shortcomings. For example, it's so much easier to blame our spouse, <laughs> to blame the kids, to blame our boss. We probably deserve to be blamed most of the time. And it's so much easier to think someone else is doing it wrong rather than taking full responsibility for ourselves. Another question to ask yourself to spark curiosity, where did this belief come from? It could be family, friends, books, school, work, social media. Now this isn't about going back and digging up everything in the past and looking for someone or something to blame, but just spend some time thinking about where did I first learn that thought? If I can believe I didn't come out of the womb with this thought, that I'm not enough or nothing ever works for me, then where did it come from? If you can see it wasn't always there, it was something you learned, then it gives you power to break down the idea it's simply a truth and see that you can decide to think and believe differently. This can also bring insight into how long this has been on repeat in your brain. Like, oh yeah, I've been practicing that for a very long time since I was a little kid. All right, step number three, decide what you want to think and believe. Then practice thinking that instead. So to summarize, as soon as you bring conscious awareness, gain understanding through curiosity and decide what you want to believe, you can make real progress towards thinking better thoughts that serve you. So what's God's perspective on this? Well, we think there's a verse in the Bible that summarizes God's truth about this so well. It's Romans 12, 2. So let's break this verse down and apply it to our belief systems. It starts with, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Many of those unconscious thoughts cycling in your head 
have been there a very long time and likely started when you were living more with the world than with God. It continues with, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind through awareness, being curious and deciding what you want to think instead. You can change the belief systems that aren't serving you today. And it wraps up with, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Do you think God wants you to be held back by your old beliefs and thoughts? No, God wants you to grow with him and step into the life he has planned for you, which he tells us is a life full of abundance and goodness. So we want to share um, our experience, and mine was... Growing up and even into my, obviously, adulthood, I mean, this stuck with me. It was a belief system. No matter what I did, it wasn't enough. I wasn't enough. And, you know, the consequences by thinking this thought over and over and over again was my worth, my self-worth became tied to my accomplishments and how good I was at basically everything I did or took on. So what that led to was I became hyper competitive in everything I did. And Amy can attest to that. Um, in school, it was my grades, uh, sports, it was playing basketball, uh, work, it was starting a CPA firm and even partying. It's like I was always competing with people that we'd be with. Um, this belief eventually led me to work extremely long hours and the, the dire consequence was neglecting the most important important people in my life, like my spouse, like my spouse. Um, it made me lead a very unhealthy lifestyle for a period of my life. I ground myself down to the point where looking back, it's hard to recognize the person I allowed myself to become. And I can point all of these actions towards that primary belief system. Thanks for sharing that. <clears throat> and mine is the belief that I'm shy or introverted. And so there's no way that I could do fill in the blank. So this or that. So think of talking in front of others, doing video like this, <laughs> um, attending a particular event, especially like a networking event or a mingle where I knew no one. That was definitely a no-no for me. And from as long as I can remember, I was labeled as quiet or shy. People would say that. And so I started to believe that and took that on that that was true. And I would then hold myself back from doing things that I wanted to do and sharing like this, you know, like I said, with video, um, it was petrifying for me. I remember speech class growing up and just how I absolutely hated it. But I remember, um, the teacher had told me I was the most improved, you know, because I pushed past some of those fears and some of those beliefs. And the thing is, I still have my moments where I struggle and I revert back to old ways and that old belief, um, but I'm working on it. And it's something that I'm working to remove that label and to put myself out there and just to do more of the things that I want to do and get rid of that belief system. It's great. All right, guys. So to wrap up again, our one thing for today, our belief systems are the lens through which we see and interpret the world. But since our beliefs, since those beliefs are thoughts, the belief systems we have that aren't serving us are optional and they can be changed. And that is some of the best news ever. So next week, join us as we dive into a topic so many of us struggle with, people pleasing. 
We love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.